welcome to your weekly episode of Feed, Slay, Love. I'm your host, Catherine, and I'm so happy that you're here. Feed, Slay, Love is a podcast for busy moms who are everything for everyone. So if that's you and you ever wondered whether there's more to life, then you're in the right place. Let's dig right in. Today's episode is about a lady that I know very well. And I can tell you, she's not much of a lady. That lady is me. And I want to tell you a little slice of my life, um, a story of my life, um, of what kind of got me into this place of being here, making a podcast. Um, you know, you remember that thing called COVID uh, that happened a few years ago? Like many of us, my life changed. Oh my God, did my life change during COVID. And before I start telling you how my life changed, I want to say that it might be my fault that COVID happened altogether. <laughs> I did not eat a bat, you know, it's not that. But I wished for a change so desperately. I literally couldn't handle going to work every day of my life, go on the tube, the rush in the morning, getting my child ready, getting myself ready, rushing, like normally my husband, well, I was still married at the time, um, would bring our daughter to kindergarten. I would get to work. I would take the tube uh, into central London. We lived in London at the time. And get to the office, you know, the, the usual rush, the usual hamster wheel, like all of you surely know it, um, you know, the <laughs> packed tube, the packed public transport, um, you know, any weather, any mood, any circumstance, like you just, you know, rush to work, you do your work, you're in the office, all the water cooler, small talk, all the disruptions by annoying colleagues or the coffee breaks with the colleagues you like and like all that kind of stuff right that was my day today every freaking day with the at the time two-year-old and I was thinking is this gonna be my life forever I couldn't bear the thought to be honest but I also couldn't see what possibly could change how could life possibly change and Something that happened at the time, obviously, was COVID. Um, and I mean, you know, now in hindsight, years later, I look back at it and think, yes, I wished for change. And obviously, I did not wish for <laughs> all that happened. Um, but the silver lining really is how much more flexibility I now got through this in my working life and how much more quality time I got out of this with my daughter and also just the pure getting out of that routine the the change up to my day to day all that um you know the the break of the routine and being together more with my husband and all of that brought our relationship and our deep rooted issues to light a lot more as well because if you don't see each other the whole day And you have all these like routines and getting ready for work, coming back from work, getting the kid ready, like being out, switching evenings of who's out when. Like 
and on weekends or something like traveling or seeing friends like we we were in such a routine of work and social and travel and work travel as well and, and personal travel and separate travel um, to visit friends elsewhere and, and all that kind of stuff. We actually had no time for each other and we didn't really dig into our issues. We had seen a therapist at that time already, couples therapist. Um, we had our issues that were extrapolated with the birth of our child um, and, and all those type of things. But um, I'm digressing, so major digression here, but just setting the scene like, you know, I wished for something to change. I didn't wish for COVID, but it brought upon me that change that I desperately needed in my life, um, you know, for obviously not for health reasons, but for personal reasons. So as I said, many of us saw life-changing impacts, you know, during and after COVID. Um, and personally, I got stranded abroad um, I took a weekend trip to visit my parents when, when my husband at the time wanted to take a ski trip in March 2020. Uh, he had a weird feeling about it. He went to France. I went to Germany the same weekend. Um, well, we didn't see each other again for five months. <laughs> so a weekend trip ended up being something like a one-way ticket, more or less. Um, and, and, And in those five months, everything went, if I may say that here, tits up. So I got stranded abroad. He got stranded on that weekend as well in France, but he managed to get back to the UK. He didn't manage to join me in Germany. We decided it's better if um, my daughter and I stay in Germany with my parents, where there's a big garden, where, you know, kindergartens were closed. So rather than being in London in a city flat, the two of us full-time working and a small child running around between us, we decided that I'll stay with her at my parents. My parents were also working, but also able to work from home. So three adults versus one child and a big garden kind of seemed more reasonable. Um, at the end of that summer, we decided to relocate fully to Germany. Um, so we actually, I only went back to London to pack up. So imagine this, I went in March, 2020, I went for a weekend trip to Germany and came back in kind of like August just to pack up, sell off all of our furniture, sell our car, say goodbye to friends and family in London and relocate to Germany, um, to a brand new flat, buy everything new, relocate us in, find new kindergarten, like do all the, you know, life admin around it as well and sort out everything with my work, um, which now I still have my London job working remotely from Germany. We have a German office as well. So I'm employed in the German office. Now I'm doing exactly the same work as I did before. I'm just 100% working remotely, which is the absolute polar opposite to before 100% working in the office. So I wished for that. I wished for that change, less of that rush. Now I got the polar opposite Not 100% sure that works so well, but during COVID, it was obviously a safe haven uh, somewhat, you know, to be in my own place. Anyway, relocated the whole family uh, towards the end of 2020, restarted a new life um, or kind of like continued that old life that kind of imploded on us. We realized that the marriage had broken down. We didn't miss each other in those five months that we were apart. Uh, in fact, we really could not get along anymore. And 
we really had to come to terms with life-changing decisions, um, one after the other, you know, relocating already, this whole uprooting um, really bothered me, not knowing when is there an end to this phase of COVID, like, are we getting out of it? Are we going to survive it? Like, what's happening? You know, being constantly worried on top of everything, but then leaving behind friends and family, moving to a new place, setting everything up just before another COVID winter. It was a nightmare. And then obviously admitting to the failure of our marriage um, in that process at some point as well. So big life-changing time for me. Um, and, you know, I'm the mom of a now five-year-old girl. And all I really wanted was to be that best role model for my daughter. I wanted to keep my full-time corporate career. Um, I had to deal with all my personal changes. I was far away from the home that I knew for over a decade, London. All of my friends there, my, my adult friendships. Yes, I still had, you know, younger kind of like fr friendships from, young, from younger age, from school time and so on in Berlin as well. Um, but the adult friendships, I guess, that you get during university, during work and like, you know, flat shares and everything. I had all of that in London. So it was kind of like hard to um, grow friendships and, and, and reevaluate friendships as well again in Berlin. Um, and kind of like doing that, hitting that restart button. It, it was so hard. And I just wanted to keep a smile on my face for my daughter, despite everything. I knew, I always knew, and all of you I'm sure can relate, we know it is hard work being a mom. And often we feel exhausted, right? We feel maybe there's no joy in our lives. And we feel empty, exhausted, sad, confused and all that on the inside because of everything that's going on in our lives but for our children we're trying to be our best right that's what we're all trying to do and to be ultimately it really scared me though that on the inside I felt so empty and joyless and sad and confused and lost um, and so worn out and and profoundly unhappy At that point, I hadn't decided yet that the marriage is broken down. I, I hadn't given up on it yet. We were just, my ex-husband and I were just bickering and fighting and really aggressively arguing as well quite a lot. And, um, and our daughter was caught in the middle because she was just at home all the time because of COVID, right? Kindergartens were closed. We worked from home. We constantly like you know, run into each other somewhere in the flat and, and had an argument or like even got to petty points of like leaving post-its for each other or like not even speaking properly to each other and, and stuff like that. And and I felt so lost. I felt so helpless. Um, and I got scared that, you know, this deep sadness that's in my inside, that it would make me sick, that I couldn't shake that thought. I don't know if, if some of you relate to this, but I was so scared that my lack of happiness and even worse, my extreme unhappiness, my feeling of being so lost and so torn, that that would make me sick. And I couldn't, I really couldn't shake it. I kept thinking, you know, if I don't make a decision, if I don't come up with a solution, my daughter might lose me. 
like, I might die. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I honestly felt that. I thought I'm going to get a really bad disease. And then what? Then I can't be there for her. Then I can't give her what she needs, that love and nurturing, that mom. Um, I, I felt so even more torn. I put that pressure on myself. And, and that was really um, quite scary. So all I really wanted was to be that happiest and healthiest version of myself. Not just for myself, but for my daughter as well. I wanted to show her, you can take life into your own hands. You can be who you want to be. You can achieve all you want. You can be happy. You can be independent. You can live that life you're dreaming of. But I didn't know how to get there. So, you know, surely some of you have seen these drawings of like that big gap of like your current life and then that huge gap and then on the other side, your dream life. And in the middle, that gap is that how do you get there? Like what do you need to do to get there? And I didn't know, but I knew I'm here in my current life that couldn't carry on like that, that wasn't happy, that wasn't like fulfilled, that wasn't a, a, a good relationship, there was no future in it, in the shape and form it was in. And then there was that huge gap. And on the other side was that dream life of feeling positive again, feeling free, feeling relieved, feeling joy again, feeling a spark, knowing what I'm getting up for in the morning, except for doing it for my daughter and like hanging in there kind of thing. I needed that spark again. I needed that. And I knew to get there, to fill that gap, I had to just take a step. I, I couldn't see the wood from the trees. I didn't know where my next steps would take me. I had no plan. I had no vision. I had no future goal. And in my life, I always had worked towards something. I was a career-driven, ambitious person, always. I got my university degrees. I had that baby. I got that, you know, I married the man that I loved. I had those career progressions, promotions, moved to London, had my, you know, adult life spent in the city that I loved. But I had no goal anymore. I had no vision anymore. So I knew I had to shift and change something. I had to put my mind to it, find a way and take charge again of my own life. I had to find what makes me happy, find a way to beat that constant emotional overwhelm, worry, fear, anxiety, that feeling of being trapped. And at the time, I thought, you know, I want to save my marriage. I want to, you know, figure out, revaluate my friendships, maybe find goals in life, find things that I'm passionate about. And, and when I'm happier, I'm sure my marriage will be happier again. And that was, you know, that's the assumption I went in with. And, you know, I know also that we are in a culture where women try to have it all, to be it all, to be everything for everyone. And I also know that, you know, sometimes we tend to blame others, especially when we're in a relationship. Um, we tend to blame others. We adopt that kind of like victim mentality. And, and I'm not judging here. I was literally feeling like a victim. And, and I blamed my husband for a lot of the issues that I had. I mean, simple things like, you know, if the dishwasher didn't come out, like everything didn't come out clean, then um, 
you know, or a bowl was like swapped around the other way. Like I blamed him for it because he packed the dishwasher, right? I mean, now skipping forward a few years, I live on my own and, you know, sometimes bowls turn around magically in my dishwasher these days and it's my fault, I guess. Can't blame anyone else. There's no one else here. <laughs> and my daughter certainly doesn't pack the dishwasher. So, you know, it's uh, simple things like that, but obviously more things, blaming the other for not feeling loved, for not feeling secure, for not feeling respected, like these type of things. And it will only make you feel a lack of control more if you blame others, if you take that victim mentality. And yes, other people are sorry if I'm saying this, a-holes sometimes. And surely we can't take responsibility for everyone and everything. But it helps trying to control the things that you can control. And the things you can control are certainly your attitude and your perception of things. So sometimes thinking like, you know, looking at this from a different perspective, would I have making the same assumption, you know, or controlling your attitude about something you know happens dishwasher mess ups happen or other things in the household or the bins don't get taken out like you know changing our attitude can have a huge impact and and you feel more control if you make that conscious decision rather than being driven by those um angers or anxieties and so on and and i know i'm saying that really easily here it's not that easy to get there. I mean, it took me years to really get there. So yes, it may be someone else's fault if things go wrong. But, you know, I really didn't want to be about who's wrong, who's right anymore. I didn't want to argue anymore. I did not want to blame anyone anymore. All I freaking wanted was to find the best way that lets me have it all and step back into the driver's seat of my life. So I really knew, you know, I had to step up for myself, for my daughter, and ultimately for all of you, because I want you to feel inspired, feel not alone with your own story. And I know not for all of you, it might not be exactly the same story. I mean, definitely won't be the same story. That would be freaky, but you might relate to some of this. You might relate to the feelings of feeling stuck, feeling trapped, feeling like in that golden cage. You seem to have it all to the outside. You have that picture perfect life. You've got it all on paper. You've got the children, the husband, the house, or, you know, like whatever it is, the career, but you just feel empty on the inside and you feel guilty about it. And that's okay. The reason why you feel that way most probably is because you're not fully authentic you're not fully there with your identity you haven't aligned your life to your identity you haven't closed that gap between the you that you are today and the you you want to be and you don't know how and that frustrates you and that triggers you to be frustrated at people around you or to not or to feel empty inside and to feel helpless i totally get you what i did at the time was finding a life coach an amazing lady who brought me towards journaling and journaling became a game changer for me because at first I didn't really know why the hell do I need to journal I don't love this and she kept reviewing 
what I journaled about. She gave me prompts and she kept reviewing and kept saying, you're just scratching the surface. You're not going deep. And I realized I'm not going deep because I can't. It was a kind of like self-protection type of thing. Um, I couldn't go deep and I couldn't really listen to myself. I had trained myself not to listen to myself. I had trained myself to tune down my inner voice. And what I needed to do was tune up that inner voice again, reconnect with myself, learn to love myself, learn to accept myself, also for my faults, embrace them, build up on my strength, you know, really recognize myself for my strength, really figure out what am I good at? What do I want? How do I spend my time? What do I want to spend my time on? Am I spending enough time on my family? Am I spending enough time on my daughter? Am I spending enough time on my relationship? Like, you know, these type of things. And where do I want to shift? Um, and that really helped me understanding my values again, understanding my identity, who I've become as a mom as well, how I've changed, what's become important for me now that wasn't maybe important for me before or that is now a non-negotiable for me. What are my boundaries now? And the more I worked with that, the more I felt like my energy shift as well. And whilst at first I gone, I've gone into life coaching with the assumption that surely some friendships will have, you know, reached their end date and, and I'm sure to reconnect with my husband really greatly. It was actually the other way around. Um, changing my energy, shifting my boundaries, speaking up with my boundaries, like saying to my husband at the time, do not speak to me like that or don't raise your voice. Like putting up these simple boundaries, you know, that I didn't before. Like, yes, I had them in my head and surely I said it somewhere, but like I wasn't firm about it. But the moment I started being firm about it, we really drifted apart and we realized that we just don't get along anymore. And that's okay. We admitted that and we had a frank talk and we actually said, you know, there doesn't have to be any nastiness. There doesn't have to be any hard feelings. Let's be honest about our marriage, about what we want from life. And our love has just expired died a slow death and instead of being so sad about it and being so angry about it and being taking that out on each other let's just admit that and and move on find a good way to move on whilst we still are able you know to be in the same room before we rip each other's heads off so that has actually really turned my life around just starting to understand myself communicating clearly as myself and, and I always thought I am myself and and all those type of things but really the journaling has brought that out in me and I would say the work on my identity on my values on my boundaries just not just being like yeah yeah sure I know you know about that but actually sitting down writing those down thinking about it really dwelling on it meditating over it like whatever it is really going deep into it that has made a huge change. These are all things that went new to me. I mean, I studied psychology, communication, you know, management. I've done all of these exercises at some point or another. But just sitting down and doing it properly, doing it again, but doing it properly, deeply, um, has changed everything. 
And I keep up doing identity work. I keep up doing vision work um, because it is so profound in, you know, being myself, I can live most my live my most authentic life. I cannot do that without living my life and uh, without doing that work. So that's been my story in a nutshell. The rest is kind of like history. I out of that whole identity work I figured out I really want to help others as well I've always been a mentor at work a coach at work a trainer at work a leader at work and and also in my friendship circles I've been you know the person people come to for advice and I realized it's all coming together I've been collecting motivational quotes for years on end I didn't know why I just had folders on my phone with with these things and um, and I had started journaling then as well so it kind of all came together where I felt like of course this is what I am really passionate about this is my spark you know this is the kind of stuff I can talk about for days on end and and that's what I feel strongly about I want to help other moms really find themselves again giving them that spark and that's what my blog is about that is what my Instagram is about that is what this podcast is about. And I'm also creating a course at the moment. So hopefully in the next few weeks or so, I'll be able to launch that course. Um, and I feel like I want to help someone, even if it's one person. I want to help a mom, hopefully many moms, many women to be closer to themselves again. Take charge of your own life. Be yourself. Take responsibility. Love yourself unconditionally. And really build that foundation of yourself again. And you know why? Because you deserve it. You've only got this one life. You know? Make it count. That's me. I would love to hear your stories. I would love to hear your questions as well. Please contact me. Please send me your questions. If there's anything you want to share, if you want to be a guest on this show, message me and I would love to open up the dialogue here. Thank you so much. Lots of love. And please remember, you got this. I'm here with you every step of the way. And there is always a solution. If you haven't found the solution yet, then we hopefully can find it together. You got this. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. For any feedback, thoughts, or if you want to be part of this podcast, submit a question or be a guest on my show, please contact me via the below contact details. Lastly, a quick disclaimer. This podcast is for the purpose of entertainment and education only, and it's not a replacement for therapy. If you need help, please seek the advice of your doctor or therapist.